Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Asian Pop Nation, Sin's flagship Asian pop culture and music show. We played Shivers by Ed Sheeran, but don't worry, it featured Jessie and Sunmi. So you have your little Korean spin on this hit pop song. And that last song you heard was Analog Fish's Moonlight, because thank you on behalf of the Asian Pop Nation team of myself, Senya. Aaron, Celeste, JP, and Leisha, we'd like to say thank you for joining us here tonight in the moonlight. We've got some highly anticipated discussions lined up for you tonight with BTS's AMA win for Artist of the Year. We're also going to be talking about the trailer for a new Pixar film featuring a girl that turns into a red panda and the controversial Cowboy Bebop remake, which is finally out. So... But until then, join us, rise up and dance with a song by Taiko, DJ Fate, and Roman called Rise Up here on Sin. Hey, this is Asian Pop Nation. You heard Rise Up by Taiko, DJ Fate, and Roman. You also heard this latest song by B called Parasite. And that last song was Jin Lee's IDK or I Don't Know because adolescence is just filled with I Don't Knows. So we're going to talk about a movie that encapsulates all of that from an Asian-Canadian perspective. Take it away, team. So the new trailer for this upcoming Disney and Pixar film has come out and I'm quite excited because the director directed this short that was released with The Incredibles 2 called Bao. I'm sure many of us have seen it where the mother is like, cares for her dumpling son and so this leads on to turning red which is this film that is coming out in march next year about this girl called maylee she's 13 years old she's a bit confident dorky loves boy bands you know but her mother is kind of overbearing tends to be very protective of what her daughter does and her interests as if, you know, adolescence isn't hard enough with like your changing interests, relationships, you know, your body. So whenever May gets excited, she turns into a giant red panda. So, and at first I was a bit skeptical from the teaser. I'm not sure if many of us have seen it. I think we've talked about it before, but I think the trailer has sort of changed my mind on it a bit. I think it's got this kind of nice humor and quirkiness to it that might be promising. But yeah, what did everyone think from the new trailer that was released? I've just watched it on two times speed. <laughs> it looks really good, like super funny. Saw a little Tomagotchi as well. And I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my God. I actually really like the aesthetic as well. It looks adorable. And can I just say like mainly the main character and her friends, they have this type of attitude and vibe that cr- makes me cringe, but like in the best way possible because it totally reminds me of how I acted in that age. I'm like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm the talk of the town. I'm the best kid ever. Blah, blah, straight A's. And I'm just here like faking like I get straight A's. But (laughs) we don't talk about those grades. (laughs) But yeah, JP, Aaron, have you seen the trailer? What did you think? Yeah, I watched it twice on two times speed. (laughs) Yeah, it it looks promising. Like art wise, I like it. Like in terms of the colors, they they pop out. You know, they're very Yeah, it's very bold. The nightmare sequence was pretty, how do you say it? Oh, no, it's stuck in my head. Oh, what, a, like, as in, it was that scary or is it just? Yeah, yeah, of... it was pretty spooky for like a kid's movie. Like, oh, my God, the sky is red. And yeah, I don't know. Cool. I like that. How about you, Aaron? What did you think? I just watched it now, to be honest. And normally... <laughs> <laughs> what, not I'm... too interested? Yeah, pretty much. I'm not interested. I mean, oh, that's sad. Oh, the hotel a lot. <laughs> did you like Bao? Have you seen Bao? I actually did a uh, short film assessment on that one back in uni for my first year. Okay. Ooh. 
So yeah, you don't think I, it'll be the same kind of? No. No. <laughs> it won't be the same as Bao because Bao is a league of his own, to be honest. But watching this trailer right now with turning red, what it was called, I just think that it's it's not going to be like a wow factor for me because we already had like another movie that came out recently. Oh, en- Enchanter or Encanter or something? Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, okay. about. Okay. Yeah, we already had that one and it's my guess is probably going to be similar to that, but at the same time, it's not going to be similar to that because, hey, you already got Overprotective Mother, mm. which I'm not going to be pleased about the most. But the teaser already just turned me, like, not exactly just, it just made me walk away from it, really. Mm. And also with this, it's just going to be a kid's movie. Damn. What a criticism. Damn. I thought my, my heart just tore into you. saying it. <laughs> my heart tore to a million shreds and I can't recover anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, we are we are like 20-year-olds here, right? Like... Yeah, me as the oldest person, like, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it'll be interesting. Maybe, Aaron, you know, you might give it a miss. Don't blame you. I mean, yeah. Maybe there'll, be, there'll come a time where we outgrow kids' movies, but I don't think that's going to happen to me wow. anytime soon. I still, <laughs> Development. I, I still watch kids' movies. Just not these kids' movies with, like, overbearing yeah, mothers. Movie. and It's basically, it's just going to be like this movie. It's going to be like, you get the kid who's just like, what's the right way to say it? It's just like, I'm in your face all the time, 24 seven. hello, this is my Instagram account, all that stuff. But no, this is, it's going to be like this for the whole time, isn't it? So you think movie. it's going to be predictable, like... Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's so perfect. Because <laughs> no, it ends happy. <laughs> you're That's a kid. Boring part. You're oh. a kids' movie connoisseur. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you're a kids' movie connoisseur and want to tell us your thoughts on the trailer, whether you think it'll be good, I mean, Pixar tends to have pretty good movies overall. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. some are like god tier, and others are like, yeah, you know, it was good but forgettable. Yeah. Mid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, let us know on Asian Pop Nation's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram pages. This is Asian Pop Nation. You heard Sison Yeon's joke. After that, we played Qinghua Mian Mian by Ada Shi featuring Da Cheng. And that last song was from Jackie's debut EP, Chaotic. And that song was The Imitation Game. And we actually chatted to Jackie a while ago. So you can always find our past interviews with musicians, artists, and the like on our Asian Pop Nation podcast, wherever you stream your podcasts. But now we're going to talk a little bit about what seems like an imitation of a popular K-drama about another popular K-drama. So the team has a little bit more here to demystify you. Okay, picture this. Um, a mystical being just pops up out of nowhere and tells you, you have so many days to live before you get dragged to hell. What do you do? Is there anything um, you can I do? I, 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 I was just stunned. Like, I'll be honest. I, I was just stunned. <laughs> Celeste, I just need to know. Why do you bring up such a kind of terrifying proposition to us? Very existential <laughs> crisis this, this is the whole setup for Hellbound, which is a K-drama that's come out. It's based off a web tune um, where oh. these people are just like told how many days to live um, and then they get dragged to hell in the most gruesome way possible. Whoa. <laughs> like, <what>? Okay. <laughs> Whoa, okay, that's and, Yeah, so someone's caught a video of this on social media, it's being shared and then like other people are freaking out because they're like, oh, is this going to happen to me once yeah. someone tells me I've only got like so many days to live? But yeah, I haven't seen all of it. Just episode one. <laughs> I'll oh. break through in a second. But does that pique your interest? 
Would you watch it? Yeah. Are you too freaked out? I mean, I definitely would. I think I'll see how gruesome it is, but Celeste from the first episode <laughs> or so, how, like, gory is it? Oh, it's not that glory. It's just like CGI weird looking characters (laughs) running. Like, do they look realistic? Like, do they look scary? Or you just kind of laugh when they come on screen? They're just kind of like, they're not that scary. Like Marvel CG. If you've seen um, Sweet Home, it's kind of like that sort of CG. Oh, It's just like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then, like, they kind of drag this guy, throw him on it car and then oh. like some light action happens and then he just disintegrates <laughs> oh half, he's basically disintegrating to like a half corpse that's it and he's yeah oh, and that's how you go to hell <laughs> whoa all right that's your monday in a nutshell it sounds like a comedy now <laughs> yeah, no, i'm yeah. like what what's happening here Dude, if oh, you're horror. if you're gonna be given a limited amount of days and you go to hell anyway i'd probably like do everything illegal ever <laughs> Not it's that like, I endorse I've sinned, it. Then I'm gonna do all the. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go all the way. This segment of Age of Palm Nation is no, we don't recommend. Yes, exactly. Aaron got the right. Except JP, he's the only one who can do it. Yeah, only me. <laughs> uh, I'm curious though. Like, has this K drama? Because we honestly, we probably spent a lot of segments in the past, like month and a bit talking about one k drama in particular yeah. so yeah. squid game squid game over there mm-hmm. and i'm wondering like celeste do you know like the popularity level of hellbound has it like i don't know oh um, well, according to this info that i'm just reading uh, last <laughs> week <laughs> wow. it was reported that hellbound had top ratings in 80 different countries within Jesus. like 24 hours premiering Whoa. and had overtaken squid game as netflix most watched show so wait in 24 hours what? Yeah, yeah, kudos to that. Okay, countries. that's yeah, that's weird, man. Look, that's in a insane. personal opinion, I think Squid Game was more enticing. It was to me. better. <laughs> yeah, right. like the premise. Yeah, social commentary. Yes, but I think Hellbound's also a social commentary, isn't it? Oh, is like, it on 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 what? Like on going like, to hell. I don't know. Well, like I've, I've heard <laughs> from the trailer and stuff, like they started these religions based on the creatures that came. Oh, and I'm guessing it's like a commentary on like humanity, like, yeah, and yeah, conspiracy and like what we believe. And yeah, yeah. it'll be so awkward if we're completely wrong. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, the life, like comedy, <laughs> and it's not. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think like with Squid Game, perhaps it was yeah, like you said, Celeste, maybe more enticing. Like, oh, you get killed when you play these childhood games. Whereas I think this one's a bit darker. I'm surprised it made it to the most watched show to be honest i guess people like after squid game would have been like oh wow squid game is so great let's see what else korea's man and like this new one's come out and it's also really dark yeah nice. like, just like, yes. <laughs> Damn. People, people just want like gore and murder this year what's happening yeah but speaking of gore and murder <laughs> <laughs> there is another k-drama out it's fully out it's called my name and it follows the story of a girl who witnessed her father's murder and she's like hell-bent on getting revenge on this person that's killed her dad um she doesn't know who he is but she's been told that that person that killed the father is within the police, so she enters the police force. She's also a part of like this crime, like a syndicate. Guy. Yeah, syndicate. I was gonna say syndicate. Yeah, it's a syndicate. That's yeah. the word. 
So she's on, like, this whole mission to try and find who killed her dad. Also gory, not as, like, fantasy as Hellbound. Um, Uh, Yeah. Is it like a a Korean Kill Bill? Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Really? But but not, like, as... It's not as funny. Artistically, like... Yeah, not as cinematic, not as, like... uh, Yeah. Kill Bill's great. (laughs) Kill Bill's kind of, like... It's kind of a comedy of its own. Yeah. Kill Bill, yeah. But would you say my name has, like, comedic elements to it um no (laughs) (laughs) but like with my name celeste like what drove you to watch it and like what made it memorable to you um i was mostly interested in the actress han so he because i watched her in a different k-drama called nevertheless and it's like typical romance drama yeah, but it was like a bit a step up. So this was like more mature in a sense um, mm. compared to like all the like rom-com stuff. And so this is a complete switch to what she usually does. Um, so she's more in an action sort of, I guess, drama. And like, I just want to see how she did in that. And she did pretty well. So yeah. That. And the male... Um, male lead... Male like, kind of that, like supporting no yeah Deuteron- kind of supporting Deuteron- also <laughs> <laughs> I don't know one of those words uh-huh. um he is also pretty popular too um Do Hyun he played the villain in or the enemy in It's a Wang class and I absolutely hated him for passion and after <laughs> watching my name I'm like oh my god you're so sweet I love you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <sighs> yeah it's great seeing actors like just taking different roles and you're like i hate you in this and then now i love you in this what's going on my brain can't process wow. this <laughs> but yeah that just, that just means they're good actors right yeah yeah <laughs> 10 out of 10 so if you're interested in watching these k-dramas let us know how hellbound goes because still haven't finished that <laughs> um but my name hit us up on facebook twitter and instagram and love to hear your thoughts if you've seen it Hey, 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 this is Asia Pop Nation. We played three back-to-back songs from Korea, South Korea, starting with One Wee's Star, then Hwasa's I'm a Bee, and this last song was Gaho's Right Now, because right now we're going to be talking about an amazing win at the American Music Awards for BTS. Take it away, team. You know what's smoother than butter? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> Getting nominated for favorite pop doer or group. Yeah, BTS is back again. Um, winning three awards at the American Music Awards, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. I have not been paying attention. I've also just been like, uh, stuff you, BTS, because you're not having a concert in Australia. You're in America right now. And I'm so angry at this. I don't know if anyone else feels this way. I do. I feel the pain. <laughs> are they doing an American tour or are they doing a world tour but just not Australia? I think they've only announced concerts within LA and Seoul. So that doesn't really classify as a world tour. But other K-pop groups have been announcing world tours. And I love the fact that when they announce world tours, it's just America and Europe. Wow, this, I, am, I am mad and outraged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like how often do K-pop groups come to Australia though? Was that more common before the pandemic or nah? I think so. I don't know. I I feel like, okay, so the way it works, right? I'm like, I'm I'm like stretching my hands, getting ready to like (laughs) get a graph of explaining this. So I feel like the chances are like really high, almost to like 100% when the 
there's a member in the group who's Australian. So think like Blackpink Rosé, think like the two Stray members kids. from Stray Kids. Yeah. Mm. So if they have a member in the group that is, yeah, it based in Australia, the chances are like really high. They will definitely come down to Australia. The chances of whether they actually come to uh, where we are all located at the moment, which is Melbourne, that varies as well. Because even if they do come to Australia, most of the time it's just Sydney. Mm. But yeah, so that's the thing. But for any other group in general, it's, I would say, a 50-50 toss-up. But lately it feels like we are like the 10%. <laughs> There's a 10% chance to come down to Australia at this point. We kind of don't exist on the world map, guys. So, so, Alicia, you're telling me that one of us has to break into the K-pop industry? <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like the entertainment industry is so like cutthroat when it comes to like having like bringing members to a group that are not like fully korean so i feel like yeah i feel like we're doomed guys i'm sorry wow (laughs) no world tour for us no asian pop nation world tour we should just start our own k-pop group in australia a-pop i don't know yeah i had this idea where i was like gonna call it salty we're all just gonna be the salty group and (laughs) (laughs) like i said all of our attitudes are like salty because no one does world tours in Australia or like yes okay yes oh, wow. oh. <laughs> throwing some basis. shade out I was so thinking sorry. I was like thinking it was like is it because we're just complaining about content every <laughs> week <laughs> <laughs> but yeah speaking of like world tours anyone interested in seeing an artist come down to Melbourne oh I mean I know a few there are a few bands that um I like one of them they have a bit of a questionable name, but I really like their music. They're called My Dead Girlfriend. Oh, oh. they're Japanese, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're Japanese. Uh, so yeah, I don't that know. Sounds like an anime. It does <laughs> yeah. sound like an anime, you know? But what's Man. like? Do Japanese groups, like music groups, usually come down to Australia? From your knowledge, like That's I, yeah. I don't know. Do they? I don't know. Um, I just, I just knew one only because my friend went, which was like one. Okay, okay rock. Yes, yeah. I was there. Oh, oh my god. So let's <laughs> so like front row seat right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really keep track of that sort of thing, you know, like international tours and stuff. But like Celeste, do you know? You seem more knowledgeable on this. Um Japanese groups don't happen often, mostly because a lot of them are small. Mm. And they do, they usually just tour around Japan and then if they do go elsewhere, it's America. Yeah, <laughs> it's always America, you know. Yeah. <sighs> But Aaron, do you have any artists that you would want to see perform in Australia? I know I'm going to be biased. Uh, no, I'm going to keep saying this all the time. But I want Hiroki Sawano. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Every time. It's a biased answer, but I want him no, here. No, we love consistency. Let's like how the MSO does those um, film score performances. Wouldn't it be fun to have like an anime one? I think they had a Studio oh, Ghibli yeah. one once. They, they had like did. a Studio Ghibli concert. Right mm. before COVID happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. I was there. <laughs> I know it was going to be planned in August this year, but they cancelled that again to uh, to COVID as well. A Studio Ghibli one? No, not the Studio Ghibli. They had like a bunch of soundtracks from var- uh, varieties of different animes into one. Oh, like that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anime soundtracks are good, man. We should do a Cowboy Bebop one. Oh, oh, oh I like oh, Tank Live. Yeah. yeah. Woo. And Get Yoko Kano here. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't mind seeing Yoko Kano. She's done some awesome work. Awesome yeah. work. 
Juan Rina Sawayama only because she's doing doing a UK tour like right now because she is a UK based artist um but could you just come over here please I I know know. she's she's doing an online concert on my birthday so (laughs) this is a sign (laughs) this is my my birthday wish (laughs) please please can you transfer from online to here here <laughs> shows up uh, as you blow out the candles Lisha it's me Rina Sawayama <laughs> performing right now I really wanted to see 80s come to Australia but nope they've just announced a world tour in the northern hemisphere oh. and so I'm just oh, like world whatever tour. yeah half world tour. <laughs> D- didn't they like not super recent into their debut, but like later they did come to Melbourne at one point, right? Yeah, Wait, 2019. Or... And at that time, I remember I was like, I don't know who they are. I don't need to see them. And now I much regret Regrets. it. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I went there with my friend and both of us knew like two members back. So we still went to it. It was, it was pretty fun. Not gonna lie. I don't want to do a mini concert review for a concert that's like came out back in 2019, but it was slightly chaotic, like organized. Like I, I saw more clips of like their own music videos than them performing. So that was a bit weird, but yeah, sure. If they ever come down back again after their whole Northern Hemisphere tour thing. Yeah. Maybe they'll <laughs> announce a Southern Hemisphere tour once they Northern hopefully. Hemisphere tour is done. <laughs> And look, I'm so ready. I know all the members' names. I like love all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to learn that fan chat. But aside from that, I really want um, 88 Rising, the head in the class <gasps> festival, oh to come to Australia. Yes. I think Ooh. that would be yes. Yes. Like a festival with all their artists. So just like, yes. Yes. Literally a carbon copy of their America one, but just here yeah. instead. Please. Australia one. <laughs> <laughs> And also let us be there. <laughs> be- media passes. Hey guys. Media passes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those listening at home, if you're interested in seeing an artist, specifically Asian, come down to Australia, let us know who you're interested in seeing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, this is Asian Pop Nation. We played two requests from Tyler, one of our listeners. Arigato gozaimashita. They were by Festive with their song Shin Kitaretsu Monogatari and LYSM's Mayonaka Ratohoru. And that last song was also a song from Japan by The Finn called Outer Ego because now we're heading over to the Japanese Film Festival with a review that one of our team members, Ben, has about four films he watched over the course of the festival here in Melbourne. So take it away, Ben. All right, so... The Japanese Film Festival is currently underway. I think it just ended for Melbourne, or at least the films that I've seen have ended. The um the first one back since um 2019, and I think it's also the first one, like I think it's also the second one I've seen. Um, the first one being in 2019. This year, I wanted to see more films, so I ended up. Me and my mum went to see a total of four films together. Those being Hokusai, it's a period drama about the artist, his life and his art. It it made me want to get like more of his artwork as prints. And the second one was Sumoto, which is a documentary that follows sumo wrestlers as they train and 
going to tournaments and I thought that was really cool. That was one that I was um, most excited to see because I wanted to learn more about the CMOS and it's really cool. Then the third one was Junkhead, which is a stop motion animation like Ardaman. But the program said that um, it was being worked on over the course of like, I think seven years. It's a really like ambitious, like stop motion animation. And um, I thought it was was pretty epic and funny. I don't know if you can see a trailer, but like I would suggest like at least seeing the trailer because it's like really well animated. And the final one was one called Not Quite Dead Yet. And that was just kind of more of a wacky, funny one because I like the Japanese comedy films where they really just ham it up. Their acting is really funny. This was a really, I thought was a really good one because it was, was really funny and everyone in the cinema had a good time with it and you know i think it was my personal favorite one i think for me my favorites the order for me goes from not quite dead yet then sumoto then junkhead and then hokusai but i'm overall i'm happy with all the ones i went to see i think all of them like i got something out of and i enjoyed or i found it to be enriching in some way if i had one complaint about this year's film festival compared to 2019 it was that they didn't really have as much free stuff or like any any free stuff for that matter because last time they had i remember one of the films i went to i got a sticker sheet and like a a4 poster and i think they also had like a stamp rally where you get a stamp for every film you saw and like the top prize i think might have been a t-shirt or something it's a shame they didn't do like a stamp rally this year because like a stamp rally is like a very japanese thing like they always notice they always have events and stuff over there there's actually one in in japan like for every station you go to you can get a stamp i just think that you know that's a cool thing that to make it to like lean in on the whole japanese theming and it's a shame i didn't do that this year that's about it overall it was um pretty fun i think last year they had an online film festival and i think they have some online films this year too you might still be able to check out the online films they have i would would check it out Yo, 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 this is Asia Pop Nation. We played songs from Wekimeki, Esiraf Nasir, and Quarterback with their song Bark, because something that was a lot of bark and no bite was the latest adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, the live action adaptation. And Aaron has a lot to say about this one. So take it away, APN team. Anime Attack! Oh, my Netflix. We made a simple rule back in 2017, or was it 2018, that you made a Death Note live action movie, and it was terrible. Oh, yeah. So bad that everyone hated it, and yet you're making a sequel. There was only one good thing about it. William Dafoe. That's it. And now you come back here and decided to make a Cowboy Bebop live action TV show. And you know what the answer is? And it's still terrible. You can never go right with a series of anything related to anime or manga. Yeah, let's just switch along the line on the line here and say welcome to the part one or part two of Anime Attack. We lost count, but yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> to this episode, we are proud to announce that Cowboy Bebop has finally released on Netflix. And I'm going to say this. It's terrible. At so many levels, it's terrible. Oh, my goodness. So what? There's no redeeming thing within Cowboy Bebop where you're like, no, this was okay. And there was like... Two things, that's it. Just oh? no, hang on. Three things. There was only three things I liked. One, 
the opening theme song, Tank. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> That's one good thing so far. Two, Yoko Kano as a composer. Oh. Uh, yes. Glad yes. she came back, so I'm happy. And they made new tracks? Yeah, they did. And three, Mustafa, I apologize for butchered the same wrong. Again, I'm always terrible with names. Mustafa Shakiri. Oh, Chucky. Is that how you say his name? The guy who plays Jet. That's he's probably the only good actor in this show, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I've heard about that in yeah, some reviews. He's, yeah, he's actually brilliant. I'll give him that. Now, that's all I can say. Yeah, I think it's all stiff. There's like probably again, Mustafa is still brilliant. I want a question about the editing for this film. What's going on with that? The editing. What's wrong with the editing? It's not that. It's just like we, like, sample. We're translated one scene for the film, an X Men, not film, TV show, and an X Men. We're in a completely different scene. You're just like, that's, that's something I don't think of. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. I can do that. They're okay. But huh. they're not the greatest either. Sure, they do improve some things in the cosplay department, but same time, also, they do butcher some things in the cosplay department as well. Hmm. An example, like, I think this is probably okay. We actually are okay with face cosplay hey, uniform, to be honest. Mm. Fate Valentine's in the original, you do expose some skins involved, but I think we're okay with a lot with the Netflix version of it. I mean, by that, there's just so many things wrong with it. Oh, God, I don't know what to explain, to be honest. So, is this, um, is this something that I can watch standalone, having never watched, like, you know, let's pretend I've never watched the anime? I'm scrolling through Netflix. I go, oh, there's this a uh, cool dude in a suit with a gun and a blue suit. Did I say suit twice? Yeah, yeah, he looks cool. Should I watch it? You can watch it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch it if you're like never heard of Cowboy Bebop or anything like that. You, you're welcome to watch it if you like. Okay. Viewers, they're allowed to watch it. Mm. But for fans, they will question it. Yeah. Wait, Celeste, Leisha, have you seen that clip of Ed? from the Cowboy Bebop live action? Yes. <laughs> yes, Leisha? What What do you think? Uh, um, okay. Uh, this, this is just me. Purely, my opinion is purely from this clip and right. no actual paid to the, the actor. actor themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Um, Eden Perkins. Yeah. That scene... My, my bones, just the, the cringe, <laughs> the cringe, just like, it really... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't you felt know. Felt it in your bone it, marrow. It was it was rough because I've seen like okay, I'm coming off of someone who's like not really seen the original Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop either, but I I've seen clips of that character in the anime setting, yeah. and I for me seeing the difference between the two like live action and anime, yeah, it just really I guess really just shows the power of animation because that type of character is so hard to translate to real life because it really just feels like those kids in like school that act like anime characters yeah, yeah, during yeah. like science class or whatever and you're just like what we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about science things and there's this like i'm naruto <laughs> leave it you know <laughs> like naruto running through the oval yeah yeah it's just again no hate to the actual actor themselves but it was rough not gonna lie i think what you need to do is walk in with the most Bare minimum expectations. Lowest. Possible. Yes. Absolute like, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. None. And then I think I'll enjoy it after okay. that. <laughs> I, think I keep my expectation low, but then it got Yoko Kano, then Tank, and I was like, 
This Ooh. might be a good show. No. <laughs> oh, that's what Netflix does. That's deceptive. Rip your heart apart. That's how they do it. Man, that's Cowboy Bebop. Do we have any other news for Anime Attack today, Aaron? Yes, we have some other news. Is it, is it good news? Yes, it's finally good news. <gasps> really? Yes. More freedom. I can, I can have high expectations. Man of the Bear Season 2 trailer came out! Oh, what? Yes. Oh my god. All right, now my heart has uh, grown three times again. <laughs> All right, nice. Man of Biz, yeah, the second, yeah, for the second trailer of Man of Biz, that came out on Monday, if I remember correctly. Monday. Yeah, okay. Monday, like this Monday, anyway. Anyway, what man, last Monday. What Monday was it? We on Monday now, anyway. What Monday are we on? It'll be when this airs Monday, two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, we're a long way. Yeah, Main Abyss season, yeah, the second season of Main Abyss called Main Abyss, the Golden Sea of the Scorching Sun. And I got the same cast and crew and the animation team and composer, Kevin Penkin, of course. Yay! Yay. Kevin Penkin, I'm happy about that anyway. Coming back, they'll be releasing it next year in 2022. So I'm happy. They released the trailer for it and we're excited. Oh. Yes. yes. I've heard, um, I haven't read the manga. But from all the comments on the promotional video, it's like it gets darker. If you yeah, see it gets real bad. Even it's more messed up. <laughs> this is probably like a little bit more darker than Dawn of the Deep Soul movie. Yeah, and Whoa. I'm like, that was pretty dark. I'm concerned. Like to know human what... experimentation and stuff. Yeah, like how can you know? we get. How do you go that? further? <laughs> um, is this going to be what happens? Like each layer is going to be like even more messed up and. Dark. I don't know, but I was a bit confused when I first watched it because I had I hadn't read the manga. Obviously, um, like who are these people? Why are they on a boat? Like, why oh, are they yeah, coming here? Yeah, there's a whole new like set of characters. Like, what part of this uh, of the manga is this season covering? Like, what arc? Uh, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong about this one. Um, man, that's a long time. Uh, mm. I know they covered Don and Deep Soul arc, which was probably chapter. 17 to 50. I don't know. I lost count. Uh, I might have to do a quick wiki search up quickly. I apologize for this. I am not prepared for Don Deep Salt. No, Don Deep Salt. You know what I'm saying. While Aaron's looking for that, um, I've also got, I think, an announcement with Kaguya Summer Lovers War. Uh, what? They released a teaser Wait. video instead what? of a trailer. I yeah, think on the 20th of November. Yeah. So it was about two weeks from when this recording will be out. Yeah. So it's like a 10 minute video, like a nine minute, almost 10 minute video of just like, yeah, the usual shenanigans in the student council room. Um, so a good, a good watch to get you hyped up for. Wow. Kaguya-sama, which comes out in April, 2022. And I think the name of this season is Kaguya-sama Lovers War Ultra Romantico. So oh my God. <laughs> we might expect some romance brewing. We might expect that. This was it the Actual, school festival? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's school Ooh, festival. So it might be around that time. But yes, Aaron, have you found where this season's going to continue on from? Uh, okay. If I remember correctly, it checked. Uh, Jolly, Jolly. And we're on the sixth layer ride for the movie. Wait, the fifth layer. I think so. Just they've gone down from wherever um, Bondrude's base is. Bondrew's fun playground. Oh gosh! <laughs> and it basically, it's basically debut was chapter thirty nine of the manga. And I think I remember correctly the final chapter. I think I remember correctly the 
the manga isn't finished, and I think right now it's, I think it's nearly catched up to it, to be honest. I think, so my yeah. guess is probably on volume 9, I think, right now for the manga? Well, volume 10, so technically that's like roughly 50, no, it's like nearly 60-something chapters. Yeah, so I, what happens when we get caught up? Do we just stop until there's enough to adapt? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's, I think it was like with season one, I think, right? Like, they caught up, no, it's like with season one of Attack on Titan, really. Like, uh, to like, like, episode 25 is like roughly chapter 37, I think, or chapter 30. No, chapter, thir- no, chapter, whatever chapter it was, anyway. Yeah, they caught up to that. Then, before you gap, season two came out, and that chapter, they covered like chapter something to chapter 50, then stop that, then season three, and so on and so forth, and then finally they're about to finish what the manga is. The main bit so far, 60 chapters have already been released so far. Does it feel like it's getting any closer to the end, or is there still a while to go? Where the manga's releasing? Yeah, no. where the manga is at the moment. No, the manga's not even close to finish, that's all I can say. Ooh, okay. That's both delay. a good thing and both like a, oh, okay. <laughs> the amount of delays the manga's happening is like, I think the last time we had it, like, the manga was, like, roughly six months delay was the latest, I think I remember correctly, for a certain chapter. No. No. Anything longer than a month is too long, man, when it comes to manga. (laughs) That's okay. It's As long as we get it, that's, like, my main fear when it comes to anything manga-related is that, like, the manga artist dies and we don't have an ending, so... (laughs) Don't remind me. Like with berserk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Wait, are yeah. we talking about the CGI one or the ninety-seven? No, we're talking about the manga. Oh yeah, the manga. Yeah, I thought we were talking about the CGI mask. Yeah, Mira passed away. No ending. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it. Don't remind me of the latest one. Laughing behind the tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're making cry, but not this boy. <laughs> yeah, man in the best. Goodbye. Season two, we'll wait for you season three. See you in 10 years. <laughs> oh my God. That's probably going to be yeah, how it's going to go. <laughs> I think that should be our special reunion. And we're going to be here 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, that's, that's covered everything. Unless there's other special announcements we have to make. Any special announcements? Uh, I mean, the only thing I knew is that isn't Hayao Miyazaki coming out of retirement? Oh, for how life? could I have forgotten that? <laughs> he always oh says that. He, he always says, says that. that. Yeah, he does, he yeah, never to means be honest, it. it was like it didn't feel like news because we were bound to yeah. have it. Anyway. Yeah, and I was like, God, oh, this man keeps opening his doors up every time. What's the movie Dude. about this time? Um, The only thing I knew about it was just like, it was just funny because I was reading an article about it. And then, so... I think it was he was doing an interview with New York Times. And then the only thing people quoted as to like, I guess, why he's returning to direct a new film was just, and I quote, because I wanted to, he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it. I'm like, well, you know, you said your answer. Good day, sir. Apparently, it's fantasy on a grand scale, as said by the Studio Ghibli co-founder and producer, uh, Tosho Suzuki. Yes. yes. It sounds like a Ghibli movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like all As the usual. Ghibli movies. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that, that, that just, you could use that description for like literally any studio Ghibli movie. But yeah, that's the only big breaking. But is it really breaking? Because this guy keeps coming out of retirement every like week. But yeah. <laughs> they thought I was gone, but I come back. 
Yeah. Is that the right way to say it? I don't know what the quote is from. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I blame Godfather Part 3 for that. Ah. Uh, uh. I still haven't seen any of them yet, but well. Yeah, that, is that all? For, yeah. Is that everything for everyone? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for listening for this little ranty slash positive slash massive negative. Would be pop. Yeah, it doesn't matter. For the segment of, of, of Anime Attack. If you like to hear more segments, especially related to Anime Attack, or you want to have your personal opinion about Cowboy Bebop, or Made It Abyss Season 2, or Hayao Miyazaki's quote unquote out of retirement, Saga continues on for that. Again, for like what, part 12 or something? He's still going on with that. <laughs> for the movie. Any ladies up there for that? Anyhow, thanks for listening. Remember, Follow us on Ancient Pop Nation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And remember, wear a mask, get vaccinated if possible. And remember, be free and watch more anime <laughs> if you get the chance. But stay away from that show. Thank you for listening. Yo, it's Bento here. Today, we're going to talk about the Spirited Away 20th anniversary screening at Cinema Nova, originally planned for July, but they announced the, the, the new dates for it. And me and Xenia got to go the other week and thought it was pretty cool. We got a free pin of No Face with each ticket and I'm into collecting pins. So that was pretty cool. And also, um, I just recently realized that, um, before Spirited Away, the last film I went to see at Cinema Nova was Demon Slayer Mugen Train. The last two films I've seen at Cinema Nova have been the two highest grossing films in Japan. I did have a question, Ben. When was the last time you saw Spirited Away before we went to Cinema Nova? I don't know, probably at school five years ago, five or six years ago. Was it as good as you remembered? Yeah, well, I've actually think this is the first time I've seen it in Japanese, which I know is is sacrilege, but... No, same, same here. I watched it originally with the English. Last for me, all... I think Ghibli films have relatively good dubs. Like, I haven't seen Howl's Moving Castle in Japanese. I've only ever watched it in dub. Well, what did you think, Ben? Yeah, well, I liked it more in Japanese. I thought it was more more fitting. And, like, I'm not against dubs, but I think I like the Japanese version more because in the English, I noticed they dubbed in a lot of, like, voice lines where there weren't any in Japanese. But I thought that the Spirited Away is still a, a real, really good Good film, but that's about all I have to say on that matter. This is Asian Pop Nation. Thanks for joining us this late in the evening. We played songs from La Ha Siu, Juki San featuring Rick, and in Malaysia, we also played Jangan Telepas Bandang by Wani Kairi because we're going to be talking about a Southeast Asian country that has been getting a bit of rep on PBS Kids in America. The children's TV channel there. So take it away, team. You have more news on this one. Uh, Mabuhai, welcome to Asian Pop Nation. Just kidding. Uh, anyway, reason <laughs> I brought in the segment like that is because we're going to talk about a little uh, actually like Filipino children's cartoon called uh, Jelly, Ben, and Pogo. So this is a series of TV shorts that air on PBS Kids in the United States, which follows Jelly, some Filipino girl, and her little brother, Ben, and a young sea monster named Pogo as uh, they help each other 
father and their Filipino American family solve problems, often using STEM concepts. So these animated shorts, they were inspired by the director's own family and childhood. And through this series, uh, the director hopes to, I guess, cultivate a sense of pride for future generations of Filipino Americans when it comes to their own heritage. But yeah, that's um, that's the show. What do you guys think? I'm curious as to why it's a STEM concept when Olesso was then making, was it a dessert? <laughs> Yeah, hollow, hollow, yeah. Yeah, hollow, hollow. Where, where does the stem come in for that? Maybe in another episode. <laughs> just laughing at it. I just picked one that was like, yeah, this this seems like a good entry point. Yeah, so oh, it was cute. <laughs> it's cute. Animation's it's, cute. It's so cute. This yeah. is so cute for the kid, the little Filipino kiddos. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sea monster. Sea monster. Actually, I, I don't. Say. I don't understand why the sea monster is there. What's going on? Yeah, I was gonna ask like our fellow Filipino hosts here. Yeah, listen, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is some deep, obscure Filipino lore. Like Xenia, do you know? No, I don't even know or ever. I feel like I've heard of a sea monster. If there was a sea monster in Filipino folklore, I don't think they'd be friends with a family or anything like that i mean it's a kids show they gotta right they gotta make it yeah they gotta have a monster in there just to make things interesting you want to watch it just about like a normal family (laughs) they kind of look like a dragon like a like a sea dragon dragon, you know yeah Yeah. like i don't know if it's irked you but like i really when they're making the hello hello like it was just so messy that really pissed me off (laughs) oh Oh really So let's pull a hello monster. Like your first pet. instinct was like, <laughs> we have to stop and clean this. <laughs> yeah, stop clean, kids. What are you doing? Like, that's actually, kids actually, on the contrary, I think this is very accurate of an average Filipino household. Like, <laughs> How like, messy is your house, Jake? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just projecting. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I found the episode that we watched was actually kind of funny, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> when they were making the hello hello. Yeah, the cereal at the end. Assuming it um, was cereal. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, you put yeah, some cereal. Yeah, on they it. just you just dump it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Man, that was crazy. It was just funny. Actually, um, one thing I liked about this little episode is that you know they mostly speak in English, right? Because you know, of course, United States. But then every now and then they sprinkle in like Filipino words, like for example, the Lola, the grandma, right? She's mm-hmm. eating the halo halo. And then in Filipino, she says, oh, this is good. But she says, oh, angaling. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest thing ever. If you hang around a lot of Filipinos a lot, you'll notice that like they do a similar thing, right? Like they speak in Filipino most of the time. But then now and then they use an English word to like, you know, be cool or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's really yeah. interesting. Xenia, I don't know if you observed that. I think my parents do it more that they don't know the Filipino word for it. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just like say the English word and then, yeah, that gets the message across. But Alicia, you were nodding. Is that something similar in your oh, household? I don't know. I'm like, it reminds me of a lot of like recent Bollywood movies you watch. Oh, really? They actually sprinkle a lot of like English, but I just, it's more of like what JP says. It's like to sound like very cool type of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. But they do sprinkle bits and pieces of like English words. So sometimes when I'm watching Bollywood movies with like my nieces and nephews who like don't know, they, they only know English and stuff. So they're uh-huh. watching it and they they act like they know the whole movie just because they throw in like little English words and they're like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on in the plot. I'm like, you <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah. I'm like, the only words you guys got was apple and doctor in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. And you think you know what's happening. But yeah. 
you know, actually, when I was when I was a kid and my parents would talk to like relatives or like other Filipino friends, that's how that's basically how I eavesdropped. Like sometimes they'd yeah. use English words like, <laughs> OK, I know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're yeah. talking about me. Like the minute you hear your name mentioned, you're like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I felt like I was like decoding like war signals, you know, it was great. It was really did I do wrong this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, anyway, from this short little three minute episode that we saw it, I don't know. It felt pretty Filipino to me. Is there any other like uh, similar cartoons or like children's shows that follow Asian stories? American uh, Dragon. Yeah, I was going to say. We had this problem like last time, I swear, when we were talking about like American. I think we talked about Sesame Street. Yeah. 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 We were talking oh, yeah. about Sesame Street and we were all just like, um, <laughs> Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> we were just like, well, any other show, I don't know, which does that. So it's pretty cool to see it happening like nowadays for the new generation, yeah. little kiddos everywhere. Actually, no, now that I think about it, looking back at the episode, that was legit just a guide to making Halo Halo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And they were looking at the camera and everything. Uh, throw in the gelatin. <laughs> and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Anticipating the bright future for the show yeah so if you got any uh cool thoughts to share about jelly ben and pogo or perhaps even any like cool i guess asian kids show you might know about let us know on facebook twitter and instagram on asian pop nation ang galing Asian Pop Nation, you've joined us just in time. We played Kai Din's Tahas Tanbo featuring Savan. We also played Crowd Lu's You Weather and Monster X's Rush Hour because we've kind of come to the end of our show. It just rushed on by, don't you know what I mean? And we've got our weekly tanka to summarize the week for you. So a tanka, if you don't know, is a Japanese traditional summer verse with a syllable pattern of 57577. Seven, seven. So here it goes. <clears throat> Hellbound beats Squid Game. Pinoy rep on kids' TV. World tours exclude Oz. Girl turns into Red Panda. Cowboy Bebop remake is... Meh. So what did you think? You can let us know about your week, about what you thought about the tanka, and about what your thoughts were on the show on our social media pages. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. You can also find any discussions that you missed on our podcast, wherever you stream your podcasts. And on behalf of the Asian Pop Nation team of myself, Senya, Aaron, Celeste, JP, and Leisha, we'd like to thank you for joining us tonight and tuning in. You can always listen to us again next week as we have another show lined up for you. And until next time, take care. And we hope you tune in again soon. Bye.